Ants. Ants. Hey, hey, Neckbeards, welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. And I'm your other host, Jason. And today we are going to talk about this small little movie that came out called Ant-Man and the Wasp. One of uh, Marvel's new um, cash grabs. One of Disney's uh, new ways of trying to rape you of your money. But they're doing a good job of raping. They're you. doing a great. It's not even rape. You saying yes. You you wanted it. You're wearing a short skirt. You're giving us the eye. You're giving <laughs> them the eye. It's like perfect, you know, penetration without any lube. Oh yeah, they're to- Disney's totally dry dogging it. All right, and you're and you're liking <laughs> it. You bite that pillow. <sighs> well, yeah. So I think the the last Marvel film we covered was Infinity War. That's right. Yeah, so, uh, and f- coming from that, too, it was like we didn't know what's uh, what would to expect from the Ant-Man film because uh, I was wondering, okay, is this going to happen after Infinity War? Is it going to happen after Infinity War? You mean before? Uh, before Infinity War, Is it yeah. after or after? Is it after or after? Uh, is it after or before Infinity War? I didn't get much sleep last night, so I'm going to be a little bit off. You, you <laughs> so, always sound like you're tired. What's up, guys? It's yeah, it's just been I just woke up from a nap. Because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> uh, I took a nap with my grandparents today. <laughs> I am my grandparents. I need to get a shirt that says I am my grandparents, actually. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I didn't know if it was before or after uh, Infinity War. And then, obviously, seeing the film, I was like, okay, well, people are still alive. It's clearly No before, one's turned yeah. into snowflakes or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Black snowflakes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, um... I was really a big fan of the first movie. I I I think the first movie was really good. Yeah, I like Paul Rudd as well. I think he's a really funny comedian. Uh, I've always been a fan of his ever since uh, Clueless. Have you ever seen that movie? With, I uh, have not. All right, well you're too young. Uh, Alicia Silverstone. Old. But um, that was the first time I ever actually saw him, and then he was in like uh, he's been in some TV shows like uh, Parks and Rec, and he always makes like these appearances. I remember he was always like kind of popping his head into the um, Judd Apatow films. Yeah, you know, like Forty Year Old Virgin, and um, it's really funny. What with him is he goes on the Conan show a lot when he actually has to show his movie. Like if he, if they're doing a movie, like say we're we're talking about like you know Ant Man or something. And you brought, you know, usually when they ever bring a guest onto a talk show, they're like, okay, let's see a clip from the new film, blah, 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 blah. So every time he does that, he fucks with them because he brings this one clip and it's always this clip from a movie called Mac and Me. And it's a scene where this kid's going down. It's like a 19, late 80s film. It was a ripoff of an E.T. You never even seen E.T., that's right. So you wouldn't get it. Too young. Basically, a kid in a wheelchair, like, falls off a cliff into a a body of water, and then there's this alien head. That It's it's so funny, but you know that every single time that he's going to be on Conan, it's probably going to be something that you're going to see. They just show it just on fucking... Yes, and he gets pissed every time, so he knows it's coming every single time he goes on the show. I haven't actually seen him go on the show for for this one, for him and the Wasp movie, but, um, yeah, I just... uh, I really like the first one. I like Paul Rudd. Um, I didn't really know what to expect because I think originally the director uh, from was originally the guy that did um, Shaun of the Dead. I'm kind of oh Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright yeah, was yeah. originally he was supposed, supposed to direct, to direct the first it. movie, 
yeah. then Marvel's like, hey, can you make a film more like us, more like our style? And he's like, no. And they're like, all right, we'll get the fuck out of here. And he's like, all right, fuck you. Because that yeah. was the thing. He wanted to make more of something his style, but they were like, no, we want it to seem more like a Marvel movie. And he's like, well, his I don't style like is that. not bad. I mean, I did like Shaun the Dead and Scott Pilgrim. And, uh, you know, I just think that. Um, did you ever see uh, Hot Fuzz or World's End? Yeah, yeah. I did. I, he did those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Um, no, I just. Uh, when I heard this other guy was coming in, this Peyton Reed, I don't know who he was from. Uh, I don't know what he's directed. I never really pay attention to directors all that much, but he uh, came in and I thought, okay, well, this is going to be kind of a mashup because, you know, Edgar Wright kind of started it, you know, like how we had with yeah. Justice League where it was Zack Snyder, then Whedon came in and kind of, it was just a jumbled mess, you know, right. um, that I was kind of fearful about it. And then when the actual movie came out and I saw it, I was like, this is really good. And it's, it's, it takes a different approach because I think besides everything, besides, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it's like the only funny Marvel movie, you know, like, you know, Civil well, War, you know, like Captain America, they have or Iron Man, they have their funny moments in Spider-Man, but it's not like uh, we're well, well, you would say it's the only other comedy series because it's like yeah. the, the Guardians movies and this are like a comedy series, like a super yeah. comedy, whereas the other movies are superhero movies with with humor in them yeah yeah i get what you mean it's like sprinkled you know so it's it's more like dramatic but at the same time they have their humor in it well this is just straight up like it's got action but it's funny like there's always moments where you're laughing more than like say laughing <clears throat> yeah at people like turning into snowflakes <laughs> yeah. in fucking infinity where like you're not laughing when spider-man's disappearing you know but someone like stefan's crying in the back but <laughs> you know i wasn't crying i was shedding a tear i wasn't crying yeah. i was just emotional <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah I, I i uh i was excited for this one and i liked it i really liked it and it's not because i like all the marvel films it was just because it was executed well uh we'll get into it um there's a, a couple of things I obviously didn't like about it, but right. it's minor stuff. Um, but yeah, Mobile Opponent was great. It was a good movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, I liked this movie quite a bit. Um, That's shocking too, by the way, everyone. Oh, that I like a movie? Hey, fuck you. The it's past tough. few films we've talked about, I liked. Some... Oh, you mean, oh, excuse me if I don't want to like your shit fuck movies like fucking Justice League or did I, did shit I... movie okay, wait, wait. that we fucking review that sucked. Okay, I did not say I liked Justice League. I, I said I, I like, said, man, steel. I said three. Coming from the fucking guy that bought the goddamn collector's edition and had the t-shirts. Yeah, first of all, and I stuff, didn't buy dude. that. I stole that. Oh, Second so of you all, stole all that shit. I well, I didn't steal the t-shirts. I stole the DVD. But I fucking no. I watched the. Uh, I got the shirts because the shirts are cool. I'm like, no, no, no. I like the way that Superman looked in Man of Steel. I'm like, he fucking looks awesome. He's like his suits like fucking cool looking and dark and. You know, he's fucking, obviously he's ripped as hell and he's a good looking guy, but it's like, like the music in that movie too. It's like, it's, it's the way that the costumes looked and the music are the two best things about that movie. Everything else sucks. Um, yeah. Stefan said you saw it like 10 times and then after like, I saw it three, I saw it. You saw it a bunch of times and then you lost your interest in it after like the 10th or 12th time. (laughs) He over exaggerates, you know, I I know he, I saw it three times and, uh, you know, I, I thought it was, you know, after the third time, I was like, you know, maybe Stefan and everyone have a point because this does kind of suck. Because I think I was just mostly on, like, the hype train, you know. And so, uh, you know, once I kind of calmed down and stopped being so fucking, like, stopped nerding out over it, I was kind of like, you know, as a movie, this does kind of suck. 
but to get to the, to what we're talking about, uh, no, Ant Man was very good. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Um, my only complaints about it really are just kind of like the pacing, like or the editing. The editing was like weird and like it felt like they they had cut scenes, and um, and I didn't like the the ghost girl. Uh, yeah, ghost. I I I hated the way she was acting and the way she walked like this, and was like, I'm so fucking evil hannah john Kamen, i think it's Kamen. that's how you say her last name she uh if you remember correctly she was in an episode of black mirror um the one with uh the guy that goes to try out for that video game and he goes in the haunted house and was she like the the girlfriend she was that the he girl met? that he hooked up with in in uh, england whatever it was yeah. and then she came back and then she's like you got to get out of here you got to get out of here and then he didn't know if it was real or not. Then she's tra- she's trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah. So I remember her from that. She was also in. Uh, I know you didn't see it, but um, Ready Player One. She was like a a henchman in that movie. Uh, but yeah, um, I didn't really like Ghost. I I think she was kind of a weak villain. That's the thing about Marvel sometimes. Besides Thanos, their their villains are kind of cookie cutter. Right. And when I, I saw it, like the trailer for the movie, um, I was like, she looks like a character from Destiny. She fucking looks like a hunter. I know, right? She looks like a hunter, yeah. And I, I, and I was making that joke to Savannah. I'm like, hey, I know you never played Destiny, but she looks like a fucking character straight out of that video game. It was a straight ripoff, and I was like, I wonder if uh, <laughs> Bungie is not suing them. <laughs> because literally looks like, and it's funny too, because she looks like uh, a hunter, and her name is Ghost kind of like you know kind of like the ghosts from follows. It, well okay hang on does does Mar- uh do the comics is she in the original comics uh i never read ant-man i mean she probably is she all, could all the be villains i'm are. sure none of yeah. them are like movie original but like no. you know also destiny has stolen a lot of like vi- like names for their video games um like a lot of their uh character names like fucking um osiris like osiris is an egyptian god right yeah um and fucking uh the cabal like a cabal is like a you know i forgot what cabal meant but it's like a word <laughs> um like the vex you vexed me yeah i i feel vexed it's not very original it's the not hive very... it's like you know it's like like none of the like names are original like you know um Whereas the Spartans were obviously like they they flat out mentioned in Halo like oh yeah the Spartans like we're we're taking the name from the original Spartans the elites the elites are cool because they're just giant fucking aliens who are like on par with the Spartans so it's like Halo was a little more original than um than Destiny in terms of like names but I mean you know otherwise it's fine yeah basically she looked like a hunter um and did you also notice that um it's kind of ironic that Lawrence Fishburne is in this and he also is in the DCEU. Uh yeah, but he's White. probably not going to be in it anymore. Probably not. I mean, it, I don't know if there's any kind of conflicting thing. Like, okay, let's say you're an actor and you're in a Marvel movie, and then you jump to a DC film. Like, is there like some kind of binding contract that you fill out and go, you cannot absolutely star in a DC film or whatever? If you do, maybe for like the big name actors, but since he's just like a side character in both movies, no. Um, that's yeah. another thing about like the end of that movie. It's just kind of like. The end of Ant Man, like all the all the bad guys except for uh well no. Yeah, all the bad guys live. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I Ghost mean, lives. She's uh, really not she's not evil. She's just trying to fix herself and she's doing it by any means necessary. So I mean if that if she has to like kill someone, she's gonna do it because spoilers everyone for this film, by the way. Um she uh got zapped by the quantum uh 
port like a projector whatever it was and it put her in a state of like where her body is like translucent like she's always in pain she has to like sleep in some sort of thing that has like amplified weight. It's, they never really ex- maybe explain that. Right. I it's it's it. fucking dumb, but no, I like, I, I get what you mean. It's like, she's, they try to pass her off as an anti-hero, but she's a fucking bad guy. Cause it's like, she's killed innocent people and all this shit. And like, I don't know. I wasn't going for it when they let her live. I'm like, but she's a bad guy. She, she was willing to kill, uh, uh, fucking what's, uh, his uh, daughter. What's no, no, no. The mom, what's the mom's name? Janet. Janet. He was willing yeah. to kill Janet over that. Yeah, she didn't care. Like, yeah, I mean, she's let's a say bad guy. Yeah. Okay, she's a bad guy, but she's got a good heart in the sense of that she's doing she, it. She never shows because, it. I know, but she's doing it because she, she doesn't give a fuck. She wants to fix herself and say fuck everybody else. And you know, it's it's uh when I was talking to her, looking like a ghost from Destiny. She also the powers that she had reminded me of those two twins and. The Matrix Reloaded. Oh yeah, those guys that just those weird like, like uh, you can't uh, stab them or something. Yeah, because yeah. they would just like they're transparent or they yeah so they can phase in and out. Yeah, so, so that's what she did um, in the film. She was like a phaser, and uh, I really think though that her villain, like you said, it was an anti-hero thing, but she was evil. But you know, it it didn't it wasn't like as good to me as Yellow Jacket was in the first one. The, the head tycoon guy both, who is well i mean honestly man both those villains fucking i know but suck. let's say for example you had two choices him or her as the villain for an ant-man film and you can say i hate them both but what would you rather lean towards more i mean she's got a better motive you know um like his motive was just kind of like i want to create mini Iron Man suits and then take over the world, you know, like every fucking, and there's even a line in Ant-Man one where it's like, we have to stop this guy or else he will release chaos upon the world. And of course, Ant-Man makes a joke, but it's like her thing was more just kind of like, yeah, like she's a better villain in the sense of like, you know, I'm doing this for myself. I'm not doing this for profit or, you know, trying to take over the world. I just want to fucking live. Um, but I'm just like, as a character, I didn't really like her at all. Like, you know, I know that, you know, you understand who she is later on. It's like, oh yeah, she's a, She's like she was a good person, and then she got you know mutated. But then it's like you know she's done a lot of evil shit, and she doesn't really have any redemption. She doesn't redeem herself. She just gets saved by um, Janet, and then she's like, "I'm going to go my own way." And Morpheus is like, "Okay, here, Neo, take the blue pill." So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I I just didn't like her as a character. She didn't really like. She was very two dimensional, and like I said, she didn't have an arc. Um. I loved the the mafia dude, the gangster. Oh, that guy! I've seen I love him that so fucking much. actor. He's awesome. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I um, you ever seen Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, he was like the drag. He plays uh he plays the like the fucking trans uh, hooker, and he's like, "You ever had your dick sucked by a southern girl with a huge cock?" <laughs> and, like every time, he, Walton uh, Goggins. Well, every time he fucking came on screen, I kept making that joke. He's got that shit eating grin. You know, he's got those yeah. big teeth, and uh, I remember the last movie I actually saw him in was um, Hateful Eight. Oh, he's great. Well, he's, he's fucking he, – he plays, like, a good Southerner really well, like a good racist Southerner. <laughs> I've seen him in, like, five I'm movies. I'm sheriff. I've seen him in five <laughs> movies where he's, like, a racist Southern guy. Um, uh, he was same also, accent. Yeah, he was also Django. I remember him yeah, in yeah, Django. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um. But no, he was he was funny. I mean, uh, he also plays a good trans hooker. 
<laughs> he plays a really good trans hooker. <laughs> yeah, I forgot who he was involved with in that show. Uh, uh, Tig. Tig. Him, him and yeah, Tig got it Tig, on. that's yeah. right. Fuck oh, it, man. that was great. <laughs> are you jealous, Tiger? A little. <laughs> I know Who's you there? are. Yeah, yeah, no, he was great. Um, Wal- Walton Coggins, or Goggins, whatever the fuck his last name is. Gaggins. Gaggins. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was good. Um, it was kind of good to see uh, Michelle Pfeiffer kind of back in the spotlight because, um, you know, I know her more for being Catwoman in Batman Returns and seeing her in this film. I mean, it was quite apparent that you were going to see her. Um, I think probably at that time when they made the first film, they didn't have the plan that she was going to be Janet Van Dyne, whatever. But um, I was going to say Janet Van Dyke, <laughs> like Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, why was why was her name like Janet Van Dam? I thought her name was Janet fucking Pym. That was probably just her her name, and then I don't think she took the Pym name. But doesn't does she take the Pym name in the comics? Um, I don't know. I know that it's um, Hope Van Dyne. Okay, it's Van Dyne, I believe it was, because you know Hope, their daughter doesn't go by Hope Pym or something like that. You know, I I don't know, but um. No, I, like I said, I I didn't read read Ant Man. Uh, I didn't read Ant Man that much, so um, I'm only familiar with him for being in the Avengers. Yeah. And uh, you know, for the longest time, it was Hank Pym that was Ant Man, and he wasn't like Michael Douglas, like old kind of thing. And then uh, he switched it over to um, to uh, Scott Lang. Scott Lang, yeah. Um, that was like more like in the mid '90s. So and then there was like the whole giant man. And they called himself Goliath. And well, uh, Goliath was Bill Foster, because uh, I remember Goliath. Um, I don't really know much about his character, but Goliath is in the Civil War comics, and uh, he gets killed by Robot Thor, and that's what like kind of is a turning point for the Civil War series. Yeah, yeah, I remember that was like a huge deal. It was. I mean, it's funny because a lot of people were calling that Robot Thor like Ragnarok. <laughs> Do you yeah, remember that? I, I didn't know much about that. Like, so what happened with that? Like, Thor disappears or some shit, and he was presumed dead. And uh, Tony Stark had some of his uh, DNA, and they made like an android. Yeah, because you know, fucking Stark, he's a fucking mad scientist, um, and he created him. Uh, he didn't know that he was gonna go insane because he started. I think he killed. Who did he kill? Was it Giant Man or no Goliath? Goliath, he yeah, killed he killed Goliath. Goliath. Yeah, that's right. And so it was like, you know, and then finally he said, "Oh, what the fuck did I do?" But yeah, that's, people were calling him Ragnarok in the fucking uh, comic books. I remember or something like that. But um, no, I mean, I'm not really familiar with uh, the whole backstory of Ant Man. I just know uh, a little bit. Yeah. What about you? Do you know anything about the character at all besides the movies? No. Uh, I well, I was first introduced to him when I started reading comics when I was fourteen, and then like you know, I uh, I read the fucking Marvel Zombies, and that's where I, you know you really uh, get a taste for Wasp and fucking Ant Man and Giant Man, whatever. Um, but uh, no, like you know, I mostly read their Avengers stuff. I never read like the separate uh, comics, their standalones. But um, did you like uh Michelle Pfeiffer's character as uh? The mother, let's say, coming back. I mean, do you think that was her and uh, Kirk Douglas? I'm sorry, Michael Douglas, Kirk Douglas. He's still alive. I you know? need some sleep, people. You know. Um, 
He's still alive. You know, he's I know, I know. He's probably like 90. He's 101. No shit, really? No, yeah, he's 101. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, if he can be 101, Stan Lee, man, come on. You can you can beat that. Do you hear what Stan Lee said? To I just want to lay down and die. <laughs> Recently? Yeah. He said that in an interview. Well, shit's been really going wrong for him lately. Well, like, I, I've been hearing some news about... I'm not going to get into it too much because I don't know that much. But, like, from what I understand, his, like, daughter is, like, milking him for everything he's worth. And she's, like, using his name as a way of, like, promoting herself. And all this shit. Like, I mean, dad, he's, he's really exhausted. It's it's nothing, Dad. Just sign it, and it's like, give you here, they give you here, give you the rights here. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, know what like, he's, he's signing. He's fucking. He's being just overworked, and you know, like people lost their shit. Like, oh my God, Stanley's gonna be at Silicon Valley Comic Con. No, oh, was like. Eh. And Stefan said he like when he came up to him, he looked like he was fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, so he looked like half asleep and dying, and it's just like, yeah, he's probably fucking exhausted. But to answer your question, uh, I, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the best characters in the movie were like, um, obviously Michael Douglas plays like grumpy old man really well. Um, Hope wasn't as much of a bitch as she was in the first movie, so I kind of like no. that. She's a little more likable. Scott Lang's great as always. Um, uh, I liked Lawrence Fishburne for like the five minutes he's in. I kind of like his dynamic with um, uh, Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. But the character, I guess, the character that I just really didn't like was. Um, was ghost mm-hmm. maybe because i'm racist and sexist or something i don't know but i i just <laughs> i didn't like her no she i guess she wasn't an interesting villain oh and or... i didn't really yeah i didn't really like janet i was kind of like eh, it's just you're just mom you're i just think mom uh character. yeah i thought Michael... i didn't dislike her but i didn't like yeah you know. no i mean it was kind of cool seeing her and um still questions like how the hell did she live that long in the quantum yeah. realm like what was she eating was she just eating those big worm things it's like and I didn't understand how that worked because so you have to kind of like go through some sort of like, um, you know, hallucinate, uh, hallucinate like exactly like something happening to you. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, she kind of like snaps him out of it and like he's right in front of her. And she's like, wait, what? What did you just say? Say that all again. The part where basically uh, Michael Douglas goes to find her in the quantum realm right. and then he finds her location. But then he kind of has some sort of he hallucinates about like. Seeing, oh, like, I don't know. It's the the quantum realm, to my understanding, just looks like another weird alternate dimension. And I'm pretty sure that that's going to have something to do with Infinity War 2. Uh, because uh, they mentioned in the post credits that like, oh, yeah, like, be careful, blah, 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 Scott, with the blah, blah, the time travel thing. And then they all fucking died. And then he's stuck in it. So what I think is going to happen is like, he's going to bust out, but he's going to be like in the future or something or, you know, maybe even the deep past. And he's going to fucking help the Avengers. I don't know. I don't exactly know. Yeah, what's going but I'm pretty there's sure so him, many he, fan theories are what's going to happen with the next Avengers film. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of tough, but. Um, no, back to Ant-Man. I mean, I really, uh, it was kind of cool seeing a film that's kind of close to home with us being oh, close San to the area. Yeah. I don't really know exactly how much of that film was actually shot in San Francisco or if a lot of it was just, you know, probably a lot of screen. like the, the wide shots and, you know, the, like the chases, the, the landscape shots were shot and, you know, the chases are probably just fucking yeah. green screen CGI. It's really cool also to see the technology used more in this film with like you know the shrinking and and like the enlarging of things you know it was just like it, it, like fucking hope was a badass though i mean literally it was kind of cool to see her just kind of go in action and just throw giant 
salt shakers at guys. Yeah, well, you know, the action in this movie was fun. Um, I I will also say that although a lot of the jokes fell flat, I was pretty entertained through the whole thing um, in terms of like humor. Um, I said earlier that I didn't like the uh, editing, and there's a scene where they're fighting Ghost. Oh, it's when it's when they're tied up. And they do the, oh, my dad needs his pills joke. And then he, like, busts out. They don't show them, like, getting away. It's just, like, they basically push over. Like, they push her down. They push down Ghost. And they push down Bill Foster. And then it just cuts to the next scene. Oh, glad we got out of that. And they're back in the in the lab. And I'm like, how did you, how did you get out of that? I didn't pay attention to that. I would have to see it again. Yeah, it was just, like, editing. there was a few scenes like that where it was just kind of like, oh, I feel like we're missing some stuff. But there yeah. was already, like, two scenes of, like, oh, we got to get away from Ghost. We got to run. So it probably would have just been redundant. Um, but yeah, there was just some, there was some, that's the biggest complaint. It's just like some of the editing. I was like, eh, this isn't edited that well. Um, but what I liked about it a lot, this is what really stuck out to me is that I'm watching it. And I look over at the phone. I'm like, dude, this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. It feels like a, like a heist movie, like a superhero heist. Like, well, that's what they said about the first one. Right. That's- but like the first one still felt like Marvel. Cause it's like, you got the, you got the evil, the evil Iron Man, evil Ant-Man, who wants to build a, a suit and then they fight at the end. Whereas this was just kind of like, yeah, you're fighting someone in a suit and it's similar. Like they're, they're playing with similar technology, but it's like, like I said, different motive. And in just like, in terms of the tone, I'm like, this just feels more like a, someone made a superhero heist. It doesn't feel like the same tone as like the Marvel movies. And I really liked that a lot. Um, that's well, what stuck out to me. Yeah, I kind of wish I said that earlier. the rest of the Marvel films are like that. Just, uh, they feel like their own movies. Yeah, no, I, that's why I said they they do feel like their own films because you can't, you know, not all of them do. You can't make like Ant Man like a very serious film. Yeah, because it's hard to see Paul Rudd in a in a role where he's serious. Every role that he's been in that I've seen, he's he's cracking jokes. That's just his persona. Yeah. You know, well, even then they they could have put a lot of stupid Marvel jokes in it where you know where it's just kind of like weird puns that come out of nowhere, like like you know what is it. There was one. They're, they're, one, they're talking about. It was a uh, fucking Thor Ragnarok, where it was like there was a lot of jokes that, although they were funny, they like you know they shouldn't have been there. Like uh, the biggest one was when Asgard's blowing up, and uh, the fucking rock guy played by Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi, <laughs> is um he's fucking like uh, Korg. He's like yeah Korg. He's like well you know at, you know at least we can rebuild the foundations and then and then it's like you know ha ha ha. But I was like that was like a really serious moment. We talked about that. You yeah. a joke in there. Yeah. But they didn't really do that with this. The only the only joke that felt kind of uncomfortable was like when he turns into Janet, Scott Lang turns into Janet for like a mm-hmm. minute. And it was like funny, but it never came up again. And it was just really kind of out of place and weird. It was just jarring. Well, um, yeah, I mean, he kind of like, do you feel it in that scene, though? Like, basically, Janet uh, communicates through Scott's body to uh, Hope and um, Hank to let her know, yes, I am alive in the quantum realm. This is where you can find me. So basically, Scott's no, I, like, I, yeah, I knew what was I'm, going I'm saying. On. I'm just explaining to the people that are listening. Okay, basically. So, um, he kind of changed his persona a bit. He was like, "Oh, guys, it's okay. I'm here. Don't worry, sugar bums. I'm fine." It's like you know, what was that? What did she call Hope? Oh, Jelly Bean. Bean. Yeah. She's like, you're still calling your daughter Jellybean. She's like, what, like 35 years old or something. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Michael Pena or Pena? Pena. Pena Pena. and his crew were funny as fuck. Like the last film they were great. I want a fucking, I want like a spinoff about like them and their like security company. 
I yeah. want a whole movie about them. They're fucking great. Like that. That's another thing that I really like about Michael Pena's character. Like all the weird flashbacks, and he like he's he's uh, all the characters talk like him, and like it's he's telling the story with his like um, fucking twist on it and what. I really really like that. Like that's what yeah. made the first Ant Man really good. It's just like everyone's talking like him, and they're all like doing the fucking yeah. And know, they kind of recreated the scenes in the first film yeah. when he was doing the little flashbacks and stuff. Oh, where they're in prison, and he's got that long ass hair. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking great. Yeah, Michael Michael Pena and his crew really fucking they really steal the show a lot of the times. And um, that one guy too, um, the guy that's uh, who's Russian. Yeah, I think uh, if you notice, he was in the Dark Knight. He was. He yeah. uh, he played uh, he played the the army guy who had the Rachel Dawes name tag and yeah. Two Face ta- uh, captures him. Yeah, I remember. I, I don't know the guy's name, but I yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, yeah, I know. Um, just like if they just if they beef up those characters more and like keep keep the i guess the the non marvel heist tone these movies like you know could could really i guess stick out from the rest of the of the other ones well i think they always will i mean they'll probably make another ant-man because if you notice at the end of the movie past the end credits you know post credits end credits there will be every single marvel film usually does this like thor will return yeah. of avengers and then it was said ant-man and wasp will return and there's a question mark yeah um you know they're gonna come back well, I, of I course just, like uh, well i'm noticing and i i think we talked about this for infinity war they killed off all most if not all of the characters who've only had one or two movies so the og avengers are still alive basically. well because i heard that everyone who's still alive their contracts are up Oh. So this is it. Like Infinity War, I believe this is going to be the last movie with Tony Stark. The last movie. Chris Evans wants to direct. He doesn't want to act anymore. So yeah, um, that'd be cool if he ended up directing a future Marvel movie. That would be pretty cool. And then they can pass the torch to fucking uh, to Bucky, Fucky Barnes, Fucky Barnes. <laughs> you know, give him the fucking shield and stuff. But uh, I remember me and Adrian were cracking up so hard because we were watching the scene. Um, which was my favorite scene, like I guess the most humorous scene in the entire movie, is when he gets shrunk down to like a kid size and he's got to go get his uh, suit from his daughter's trophy. Yeah. So he wears a hoodie and he's going through the halls and then all of a sudden the bell rings and he's freaking out and this guy like who's like a hall monitor sees yeah. him so he turns from behind it. He looks like a really like, you know. He looked like a dwarf. Like a dwarf, yeah. but he's like, you have a hall pass and he just kind of stops and, and he just runs. And then uh, <laughs> it was funny because he's trying to reach the daughter's uh, trophy thing. And, and, you know, hopes like you can do it. Come on. You can, they're talking like he's a child. And then there's that scene where, okay, so he gets out of the school and he's going down the stairs, but he's hopping. It looked so fucking funny. He's like hopping, trying to get down the stairs. Yeah, That was the thing too. It's like th- that didn't, it felt like a it weird, was funny like, as fuck to I know, me. Yeah. It felt like a, God, there's like a 90s movie that did something like that. But it, it felt very like 90s and it also felt really cartoony. I'm like, this doesn't feel like Marvel. And that's why I liked it. I'm like, this doesn't feel like a joke Marvel would would really do. Yeah. And I, I really liked that. You know, like I said, this this movie kind of like it it broke new ground in that regard where it was just kind of like, you know, it did some stuff different. Yeah. And, and they still crack the jokes. You know, yeah. Because, you know, he, he, gets, he goes down the stairs, he gets in the van and, and it's funny because... You know, um, Hank's like, so how was school? Because <laughs> he's like a kid. Yeah. So, so um, the scenes, too, like when they're in New York, uh, I'm sorry, New York, uh, San Francisco, when they were fighting on the streets. Um, and 
you notice like uh, uh, Scott's uh, controls or his miniaturized uh, enlarged whatever it's broken it's kind of malfunctioning or something oh his uh, his regulator or yeah it was regulator called. and um, so <laughs> there was a scene where he was actually kind of riding the truck like a skateboard he's pushing himself on it and yeah that, he, that was yeah yeah that was really fun uh, and then uh, he ends up actually looking for that guy. Well, you know, the Walter Coggins, whatever his character is, like on the boat, uh, and he just comes out of the water like this huge ass Ant Man, and everyone's like, and you know, the thing is, what did you think about the Asian FBI guy, the agent? Uh, no, his character was good. He's actually uh, he was in the office for a bit. I never watched it, but I've heard of it, uh, or I've I've seen scenes yeah. rather from from the show where he was in he's a yeah he's a comedic actor he played um uh kim jong-un in the interview uh with oh that was him yeah yeah. yeah. um yeah no he was fun you know he was he kind of replaced uh bobby cannavale's character bobby cannavale's the stepdad um that actor is great by the way have Mm -hmm. you seen boardwalk empire yeah i've seen like probably two seasons yeah have you seen oh so you haven't seen season three where he plays the villain Ah oh, shit! I don't think I did. I only Dude, think I saw the first two. Fucking, I think his last. I think it's like Rossetti or something. Like something Rossetti. Like, dude, he's fucking. He's a. He's a fucking R- Rossetti badass. Stone. The Rossetti Stone. Yeah, he's a fucking badass man. You you got to check out. Yeah, I will. I got so much stuff I got to watch, but I'm, I'm I'll definitely keep that on the list. Um, is there anything else like covering? I mean, besides the film being uh, like a comedy, and having action in it, and getting back to it kind of kicked off where civil war ended in a way because you know he's on house arrest i don't know how long it was was it a year yeah like a year or two years two years he's on house arrest and god uh, can you imagine being on house arrest for two fucking years well i guess i'd rather be a prisoner in my own home than a prisoner in a prison you were talking about jokes though earlier you were talking about some jokes that fell flat you know uh, i think i thought you're gonna probably point to the one where he was talking to you know, hope and saying, if I asked you to come, would you come with me if we, to fight alongside Cap? And she's like, Cap. He's like, Captain America. You know, call him Cap. No, you know? no, that was that was fine. That joke was fine. Um, I I honestly kind of forgot about it until you just said that. But the, like, that's the thing. It's like the jokes that fell flat are the ones that I don't remember because you know they once again they just they weren't memorable. They weren't. Yeah. Funny. It's the the point of the point of it was just kind of like. It, they were bloated with jokes to the point where it's like some of the jokes were trying a little too hard. Um, I can't really think of one. Like I said, I don't remember the bad jokes. Um, in fact, like it's kind of like a sad thing to say about the movie. Like there's parts of the movie that are so generic that it's kind of forgettable. But on the other hand, the movie does stick out. It is fun. It no. is different. Um, I overall enjoyed it very much. Um, That's good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Ant-Man in the Infinity War. Um, so that should be fun. Yeah, that will be really fun. Um, I think a lot of people, I was actually waiting for the scene to happen because I'm like, okay, this takes place in four infinity war. So who's going to disappear? Who's going to die or something? Well, I, I mean, I knew that something like that was going to happen. Yeah, like, I knew there was going to be a surprise. Someone was going to turn. I thought it was going to be something like, uh, right at the end of the movie. We did it guys. Now let's go. And then just like turns to yeah. ash. Like that would have been fucking great. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's I mean, you legitimately do not see them like disappear, like how they, they show people just kind of disintegrating in, in Infinity War. But um, I knew, like, when they sent him, they basically sent Ant Man uh, into the quantum realm because they built like a miniaturized version of it, and um, 
So it's like in a van, and I guess he's got to go in the quantum realm to get some stuff to help Ghost. Like so, she for some reason because apparently help the villain for some it, reason. Yeah, Jan- Janet, uh, coming since she's been in the quantum realm for such a long time and coming out of it, she um, has some powers. I think from what that showed. Yeah, she's got like superpowers. I don't know. She did somewhere. She touched if you her. Want, okay, if you want to know the truth, man, all the quantum realm shit fell flat. I, mean, I didn't care about it. I'm like, this is all like science fiction mumbo jumbo. None of it makes any sense because it's not real. It's all just fantasy. And then like, yeah, she's a wizard when she comes out. She just touches <laughs> ghost and then ghost. Kind of, it kind of like, I don't know if it necessarily healed her all the way, but she kind of calmed down whatever kind of shit was Who going with her cares? body. I honestly, I, I didn't care about any of that shit. I was like, I just yeah. want to like see how the movie's going to fucking end. I don't care about quantum realm crap. Um, it's really interesting to think about it. Like if you shrink something, how far will it go? Like what's the smallest in, like, uh, life can well, get? There's something smaller than an atom. I'm sorry. Sorry, nerds. I don't know. Like, fuck you. I didn't pay attention in school. There, there are molecules that are smaller Physics than Physics 101 with Anthony Guzman. Yeah. <laughs> Physics 101. Lesson one. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, no, there are there are molecules that we have names for that are smaller than atoms. I don't know what they're called. Um, what are smaller than those? I don't know. The quantum... We, we are able to actually sort of understand... Like, quantum physics is basically, yes, quantum realm shit. Uh, to my understanding, the... The quantum world is not magic like it is in this fucking shit, but well, no uh, one's ever been there before. Yeah, well, you don't know. There is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if there is a quantum realm. I think you can just shrink down to the point where all you see is atoms. You don't see, you don't see a piece of paper. You see the atoms that make the paper. You see the um, like you know those uh, the tardigrades. I think they were called or the water bears. Those mm-hmm. are real. Yeah, water really? bears are real. Yeah, they're um. That's really interesting, actually. They. Uh, Why don't you refresh my mind on this? Because so a water bear is like, uh, to my understanding, it's like the size of like a penhole. It's it's like I mean, the size of like the point of a needle. They're really really small. Okay. Um, and they can survive anywhere: lava, ice, the vacuum of space. They're one of the few creatures that have barely evolved oh, because yeah, they right. don't have to adapt to anything. They're they're very interesting. Um, and yeah, they're just they're little water bears. You see tiny little guys, and and they're they're fucking cute. <laughs> And uh, they got six pictures. legs. They, they actually got pictures of these things too, right? Online. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. What they're fucking. They look just like in the movie. Um, oh, that was the water bears. Yeah, those are the water bears. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Where he I, almost got ate by one or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, they're they're cool. They're neat. Um, I, I'm curious as to like where you can find them and like where they are in terms of like do they are they in like drinking water are they on the floor like i don't know where what they if we're be. just completely surrounded by we're them. surrounded by little water bears um <laughs> but yeah um but all the all the quantum realm shit was just kind of like this is stupid we gotta reverse the polarity of the of the space gasm so we can go in with the erectifier and the and the quantum guitar riff <laughs> or we could have put uh peter dinklage in there and go you have to do the thing. You have to do the thing to get into the quantum realm. I'm going to die. I'm acting. Yes. I'm acting. dying is. I was actually talking about this. I guess I saw Infinity War a few days ago again. And um, Did you see it in theaters? You watched it online? I uh, watched it at home. I uh, pirated it, people. I'm sorry. Don't don't tell anybody. Um, so anyways, the scene, though, when... Uh, <laughs> when Thor is... Uh, it comes out. He gets injured from trying to uh, hold that thing together for the forging of yeah, the, the dying. So then he falls in there and like, you know, 
<laughs> Peter Dinklage and his overacting and his his dramatic acting is like he needs the axe. Where's the handle? It's just like, it's just so fucking bad. Yeah. It... And, you know, it's funny because, like, the only reason he played, like, the dwarf is because, like, hey, do you get it, guys? He's a dwarf. The actor is small. Do you... It was, like, a weird meta joke that yeah. just it kind of fell flat for me. There you go. There's there's jokes falling flat with Marvel. Um, but um, would you recommend uh, Ant-Man's? Ants. Ants. Um, Ants. I would say Ant-Man. that for sure. <laughs> uh, I think Ant-Man, even if you... Um, are not a Marvel fan or if you're just some Joe Schmo that goes to a movie just, you know, because you like action and whatnot, like this is a perfect blend of action and comedy. Um, I was uh, having this discussion with Adrian too, and she made a good point that I noticed still when I go see a Marvel film, I always see people leaving right when the credits start hitting. And I always, no, 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 no. I'll get to that. The thing is, is that I would assume that a lot of people, might know by now let's say if they saw if they've been watching the the avenger films and the captain america films and they probably don't go home and they don't go online and research like oh i actually missed something you know or i don't know what's going on you know but um i was i'm looking i'm like don't these people like don't they know how marvel movies work these days and you know there, there is people probably just don't know and they're there to see a film and they're enjoy themselves and that's the whole point. They're not like some, you know, Marvel fanboy or, or, or fans like we are that we stick to the end of the credits because it, it's it's like a, a common thing these days. With any film that you see, there's always going to be a mid-credit or after-credit scene. Um, and um, I think with Ant-Man, I uh, thought that what we were going to see with uh, them disintegrating was that that was it. But then there was actually that little funny scene at the end where the ant is, uh, cause he's, he's taking a uh, Scott's place or something. Right. I think like, uh, Oh yeah. They, they program. That was another thing that was kind of like, like I said, the, the science of that was stupid, but like the concept was just funny where it's like, we programmed this ant to be to do your daily routine. Yeah. And it was just kind of like taking a bath. The science of it was dumb, but I mean, it's funny to like walk in on a fucking giant ant playing the drums. Like that's, or that's taking funny. a bath or taking a bath. No, that shit's funny. Like, you know, like, like I said, like some of the science was just there purely for co- uh, comedic execution. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, to get to answer your question, it was just kind of like my dad, for instance, he he watches these movies and he you know he's not a fucking nerd like we are you know he's not like oh I want to save for the fucking credits so I can see the thing like he watches the movies and he's like that was fun I'm like oh hey dad you should blah, blah blah this ties into that movie he's like oh okay that's cool like he's not like a, you know like an asshole about it he just doesn't really care and like um I think it was last year I was like hey dad well we're gonna go see the new uh this movie you want to see it and he's like eh. I got superhero fatigue. He loves the Thor movies. He really likes Chris Hemsworth as an actor. Yeah. Um, he loved Thor Ragnarok. We fucking I I downloaded it here at the house. He fucking loved it, and that he has every right to. That movie's great. Um, yeah. So he basically doesn't follow like what we follow. He doesn't like go. Oh, okay. I need to see this end credit to get it because, um, naturally, I don't think you need to watch any of these uh, end credits for the new Ant Man film if you're really don't give a fuck i mean yeah because like you know you you get the you you got the fucking nerds like us and all the fanboys and who are like 
and they fucking and they're hyped for it they got the t-shirt on they're all fucking psyched <laughs> i wore my ant-man t-shirt i got it when i worked over at uh, summerfield they, they had a bunch of extra ant-man shirts you know they, so sometimes you, you know with the movie the, when they're promoting movies like they give you shirts so i, I got, know but so you wore an ant-man shirt i wore, I wore my uh ant-man shirt i was actually i was i really liked it when you did the tony stark thing for infinity war oh yeah well that was you know i love yeah. tony stark it's my boy it's my spirit <laughs> animal um but yeah, you know, it's like just some people just don't care as much. Um, and that's fine. You know, like you don't need to go like fucking full neckbeard about it and uh, be like, oh, I, I'm going to stay for the credits and I'm going to go home and do the research and do the fucking and come up with fan theories. It's like, eh, yeah, all you wanted to do was watch a fucking movie. You watched it. You're happy. The credits are rolling. You don't need to watch the fucking the little Easter egg. Who gives a fuck? Uh, so yeah. that's fine. Um uh, it, it tied in perfectly with Infinity War because even at the end with the the, the ant playing the drums, um, probably a better drummer than me. Uh, oh, oh! Uh, you notice like there's like emergency broadcast shit playing on the TV screen, and you can hear like people in the in the, in the back just kind of there's some people screaming and stuff, and he's just playing the drums and whatever. It makes you wonder like fuck like if this really happened, if people just all around the world just started disappearing. Like that would be like utter chaos, you know. It would be like uh, just madness. Speaking of speaking of franchise stuff, um, did you see the new Sicario film? Well, first of all, have you seen the first one? This is the one with um, uh, the first movie had Emily Blunt, Benicio del Toro, Josh Brolin. No, uh, I didn't see it. Okay, well, uh, Sicario. Those movies are basically it's like you know really and like they're really the first movie was like really dark really intense they're basically it's like the cia is like you know working with one cartel to fight another cartel and it's really intense you know it's fucking violent it's super real they're making a franchise out of it like they made the second movie it was good up until the end which i won't i won't spoil this movie at all i won't really go into it much but it's like there's like a little like thing at the end so it's like you know oh we're gonna make a third movie and i'm like this is a really weird franchise because it's like dark drama and you're like, like, you know, rated R like with tits and like, and like violence. And there's not really a lot of humor. And like, it's like, you're making a franchise out of this. Like this is some dark shit. Like, you know, the fucking, the beginning of the movie starts with like ISIS blowing shit up and fucking, you know, and, and I remember the first movie, it's like the cartel was hiding dead bodies in like a, in like the walls of a house. I mean, this is dark shit. And yeah. It's, it, it's a great movie. They're both, you know, good movies. But it's like, why are you making a franchise? It's a really weird thing to make a franchise out of. So, I mean, you know, everyone's trying to fucking um, to do a cash Milk grab. Milk the cow. Oh, milk that fucking cash cow. But I want to go into movies right now. And I want to go into movie theaters and talk about uh, how Disney's fucking everyone. So, um, yeah, you were telling me before I came over, before we started uh, recording, that there, the ticket prices for films have been jacking up. So Disney has been telling movie theaters, because I guess they're losing money, or they lost money with Han Solo, um, we want you to raise our prices for our movies. Just their movies. But, but of course, no one would see those films, and so they're like, actually, you have to raise prices for all your movies, or else we're not going to give you our movies. So uh, I guess where the fuck are they gonna play him then? This is already a thing in L.A. I guess, but uh, movies for your for like a Wednesday night are fourteen dollars here in Sonoma County. Um, Wow! I remember the six dollar Tuesday. Well, it used to be five dollars a couple years ago, and then it went to six. I think last year. Um, 
I walked in uh, the other night, or the other day, to see Ant Man, and I was like, I think I paid eight fifty or something, nine fifty, and I was mm-hmm. just like, I walk up to this chick, I'm like, Yo, uh, is today your discount day? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, Okay. So like, just to make sure, I walked outside, and you know, yeah, it was the discount day, and then I saw the price for like general admission after six o'clock. I'm like, Fucking fourteen dollars for this shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Movies are dying, and all these companies are trying to raise the fucking prices. You know what I think it is? Disney is going to kill movie theaters, and then they're going to promote their streaming service because they're already getting a streaming service going, like their own little version of like Netflix. But they're not going to stop putting movie in the theaters. You know that. Well, hey, who back. knows? If movie theaters die, man, everything's just going to be online. Because, I mean, be fucking so Netflix crazy. is doing that. They're putting on fucking shit, and, you know, you can watch shows on Amazon Prime, and, you know, like I said, Netflix, HBO. Like, I mean, TV is where it's at. You know, like it is. I mean, the, the people don't. Or really, shall I say, streaming? Or, it's the same thing. Like, okay, cable television's like a thing of the past. Like, people, I don't know a lot of people even own cable anymore because it's like everything is so digital and everything is like right at your fingertips. And it's like you said, Netflix or Amazon or whatever. But I know like CDs have died, like music stores have died, and now we've had to- a Toys R Us and all these others. St- it's like everything's dying out. Well, because like, well, Amazon kicked the shit out of Toys R Us. Yeah. Um, because everyone are everyone's getting lazy. They they want to do everything in the comfort of their own home. They don't want to go outside and go shopping. It's like oh, well, I just also, want. Also, it's know. just you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Well, it's also like cheaper. Like streaming is cheaper. Buying things online generally is cheaper. Um, yeah. You know, it's like it, it, TV. You know, when you're fucking watching, you know, uh, you're like, oh, the all new uh, uh, fucking supernatural episode, fucking. 15 million of season 18 billion there's a lot of those like fucking like you know but now it's like you can watch it at home it's like you can subscribe to a streaming service no commercials maybe you pay a flat monthly fee of 10 fucking bucks five if you're a student um and then you get all the you get all your fucking shows and you get them all for fucking you know for a cheap price no commercials you know like i've been paying for youtube bread for almost a year because it's like i don't have to sit through the fucking ads anymore also i get i can turn my screen off while listening to like a you podcast. need to let me borrow your YouTube Red account because I watch just, YouTube a lot. It's only ten bucks. Just do it. They're know. also they're also putting on their own uh, st- like music service, like kind of like Spotify. So I'm gonna see how that is, and if it's good, then I'm gonna cancel my Spotify. But um, we'll see. Yeah. Um. But so that sucks. I mean, I, I I love going to see films, but at the same time, it's like, should I just wait for it now to come out on Blu-ray or digital or because like I I always say this every single time being a moviegoer and a film fan and it, it's not just, it can be superhero films it could be sci-fi it could be action it could be horror I don't care it's sometimes good to see a movie on a big screen if you're gonna see a movie like Avengers or you're gonna go see Star Wars or you know you're gonna go see a James Cameron epic film you gotta go see it on a big screen because if I said, if people were like, all right, Infinity War comes out tomorrow, you want to go see it at my house? I'd be like, that sounds cool, but I'd rather see it on a bigger screen. Like, I'd rather, like, feel, because that's the whole point of films for a lot of people. It takes you out of reality. Like, what's if you're having a shit day or, you know, something's wrong, or your, your, your brain is, like, focused on this story for, like, you know, you know two and a half. At least two hours, yeah. Yeah, so your, your brain turns off and you're, like, feeling like oh i'm right in there with like you know captain america fighting the fucking nazis or something you know well let me ask you are you able to watch old films when you're having a shit day or whatever and you're able to just go in your fucking room close the damn door turn the fucking lights off and just sit in front of your tv are you able to watch an old movie and just like 
by the time the movie's over, you're like, wow, I forgot I was like, I forgot about all my troubles. I forgot about reality. Yeah, I think I've been through that before. It's the same thing with like any kind of entertainment. It's like video games, you know. If you well, have... then there you go. I mean, like that answers your question right there because it's like you know you get a lot of people like home theaters are like getting cheaper. Like you know, getting like speakers with a subwoofer and getting like a decent sized TV. It's getting cheaper, and so it's like I mean, like TVs are getting cheaper. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to convert your entire house to a home theater, like some people do their whole living room, then yeah, that's gonna cost a pretty penny. But it's like. You can get, I mean, shit, dude. My fucking my these computer speakers right here, like they they yeah. they have surround sound setup. They're old and you know they're not great, but like shit, they I can, do the job though. I would yeah. say, yeah. I don't use those for my TV. I probably could though, but that, but that's the thing now. It's just like you know, we don't really need to go to the movies anymore because it's like you can get all that home theater shit. So, you know, so it feels like you know you're in the movie or the sounds rattling your body. You know? Yeah. You're in the fucking comfort of your own fucking home. You, you know, you're eating your own food. You're not paying $20 for a bloody hot dog. You have to dog. take a shit or a piss. You, you can just pause you just it. pause the fucking movie. You know, and like the big thing, you know, I've been telling you that like my my past few like, you know, movie experiences have been like kind of just like off. Like, you know, both times I saw Infinity War, it was like, you know, there was some bullshit in the theater when I saw Deadpool. I, I sat next to like these smelly fucking stoner bros. Like, yeah, it's just like people suck. And, you know, they're trying to, like, make it more of a thing where it's like, you know, oh, and well, now you can go sit in this nice, comfortable chair, and it reclines, and it's got... But the fucking th- chairs make sound. And like, they fucking make noise because the leather is rubbing, so it's like, it sounds like someone like, ripped a fart, you know? Like, yeah. it's fucking... And it's... I mean, I mean look, they're comfy, but, like... They're I would comfy, rather, but they're noisy. I would rather pay this, the fucking $8 to just sit in the old seats you know i'm fine i'm not going to the theater to fall asleep i'm going there to focus on a movie generally yeah <laughs> i think they, they're trying to pull people all right let's make this more close to home we'll give you like a, a cup holder with like your reclining seats make you feel like you're in a lazy boy chair you know they're just doing well, everything it's can. a way of saving the theater because movies are going down the shitter now so it's like yeah. oh fuck no one's seeing our movies what can we do to make people come back oh that we'll put in these nice comfy seats but we're going to upcharge the ticket. So now you have to yeah. pay $14, $15 to be comfortable. To see a movie, that's probably going to suck. I think I mentioned this in one of our earlier episodes. Like you're, you're going to the movies now, and you're paying all this money for something you, you don't really know what you're getting into, besides maybe a trailer, and you could potentially get tricked. You see a movie, and it fucking is terrible. And you're like, wow, I just spent... Dude, a lot of people in California, fucking minimum wage is like $10.50, 11 bucks now. So it's like that's more than an hourly wage that they're paying to see something that could suck. They're wasting an hour of their money, sometimes mm-hmm. more if they don't make enough, to see a shitty movie. Like most like you know, I used to make fucking $14 an hour. Like that that's a whole hour's wage. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. I mean, maybe I guess it doesn't bother some people, but like it fucking bothers me, man. That sucks. And now you're swimming in the fucking cash. No, I'm not swimming in it. I'm just making better <laughs> money. But the thing is is though you're right. Um I know we're kind of going around bouncing forward, but that's the reason for this podcast. We talk about a lot of stuff that's on our mind. And I think that, you know, the ticket prices are because we're, we talk about movies. That's one of our main things, you know, and as we, as film goers go and we have to pay more money, like you said, it starts getting stale. It starts getting less fun, you know, to go to the film to like the movies. So, I mean like, well now it's a pain in the ass because it's like, you know, back in the old days, you call me up. Yo, hey, you want to see a movie? It's like maybe you call me two hours before the movie. I'm like, oh, uh, sure. Like fucking, um, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Like, you know, like, oh, shit. Um, 
yo, can I invite like this friend? Yeah, sure, dude. Yo, I'm going to bring like five more of my friends. And so you can plan it all last minute, maybe like an hour beforehand. You can all get there, get your fucking seats. Bam, you're all sitting together. Everything's great. Now it's like, oh, no, well, like, you know, if we all want to sit together, you know, you got to like, I need you to like wire me the money so I can get the ticket, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's a huge You mean like Fandango and all that shit? Well, yeah, it's like now you got to do it online for the, oh, yeah. you don't have to. That's not true. You don't have to. You can go to there, but it's better to get your ticket in advance because it's like, you know, but like, it just, it just makes going to the movies a hassle. Someone told me recently, like, well, yeah, if you want to be a fucking pleb and go sit with all the plebs, you know, and get a shitty seat, it's like, dude, it's making the movies a hassle. The movies are supposed to be easy. The movies are supposed to be relaxing. Now I have to stress myself out, essentially. Oh, I got to go online. Oh, I got to make sure I can get the right seat. Oh, I got to, like, get these seats so me and all my friends can sit together. Like, oh, like, you know, I don't I don't want, you know, like, oh, shit. Oh, all those seats are taken. Or, oh, there's only, like, a couple seats here and there. And it's like, you know, first come, first fucking serve, man. You get there early enough, you get a good fucking seat. That's how it yeah. used to be. You know, this isn't the theater, like, like... Like uh, plays and musical theater, like musical theater, no. I, I get it, but because like, you, you're it's not... pissing a lot of people off, yeah. and it's it's pissing people off that I know the fact that um I can't just go to a movie theater and uh you know, like you said first come first serve. It's like I can go see a film. Let's say for example, I wanted to go see Ant Man and the Wasp. I wanted to right. go see it at eleven o'clock in the morning. I get there like probably like ten thirty, maybe like ten twenty five or something like that, right. and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go see this film. It's going to be cool. I get there and I find out, oh, there's there's uh, the only seats we have left are the ones in the very front. Uh, what about the next showing? Uh, there's a couple, but still kind of. They're off to the side, you know. So you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, really? Like, and this, wh- is, the this is where the magic died. It's like, I seriously have to fucking wait and choose my seat. Now I can't. And this is to see, like stupid movies like most movies that come out as you know are just kind of like even like five ten years ago when movies were better it's like most movies that come out are eh it's like they're whatever but it's like you know it's they're they're making it like like this big thing they're trying to make movies seem better than they really are and 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 they're not most movies Uh, suck (laughs) well that's your opinion there is a lot of movies that suck i mean you you think about like this like um you don't have to wait that long to go see a film. Like, okay, so, you know, Infinity War came out, I believe, in uh, April. It's coming out on Blu-ray next month, which is August. So, you know, and the, the transition between how long you have to wait. I remember back years ago, before you were born. <laughs> back in your day. Back in my day, I actually remember when we called comic books funny books. <laughs> um, the funny papers. The funny papers. Uh, the thing is, is that uh, when a movie came out, and it left the theaters, it would probably be like, geez, I don't know, half a year until it came out on VHS or something. It also took longer to shoot movies back then. Yeah, it did. It took it like did. six months to a year to make a lot. Of, now they can it knock did. it out in a few months. Yeah, it did. So it's like nowadays, it's like they just shit them out. It's yeah. like I was I was going shopping today, and I was like, I saw they were selling Rampage, the movie with The Rock. And I was like, didn't this just come out in the theaters? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I know it's a shit movie because no, yeah. obviously you know The Rock. He, I like The Rock, but at the same time, he um he does these over the top stupid like action films. Like I guess he's got well, one out right now called Skyscraper. He's just fucking because China eats that shit up, and he's basically a China whore now. You know, he's he, like what I mean is like he. They like The Rock and they the, love the Transformers. Yeah, they love The Rock. They love, so he's just starring in all the big dumb action films that China is just gonna fucking eat the fuck up. 
you know. Fuck you, China. You're the only reason that fucking Transformers is still being made, you assholes. I <laughs> uh, hope they close the book on that last one, man, because I told you that wasn't like my worst film of 2007. Yeah. <laughs> 2007. Yeah, you were telling me that. I uh, went on a whole rampage about that. Oh, <laughs> pun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and the thing is, is that um, I get what you're saying. Uh, I, though, think like seeing Marvel films, I don't think I'd be disappointed. I, I'll still go see them in the theaters. I don't care. I mean, I'm giving my money to Disney. That's fine. But at the same time, I'm, I'm enjoyed. I enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp a lot. Uh, I enjoyed it more than Black Panther to me. Yeah. And, you know, that's just how it is. And so I think for anybody, you know, if you want to go see a film like this, go see it in the theater. It's good. You can want to wait on Blu-ray, fucking go buy it on Blu-ray or something. That's also the catch-22, right? It's like, you know, the only films that are, in my opinion, decent these days are like the, the Marvel movies. But unfortunately, the Marvel movies are being made by Disney. And Disney's the reason that movie theaters are going to shit now. And so it's like... <sighs> You're, and I'm not going to sit here and like, oh, boycott Disney. Fuck you. There's other things to protest. That's not one of them. I just, uh, yeah, man. I I, I really, uh, I feel the way you feel about the, the movie tickets. Um, it sucks. And us as uh, rev- uh, film reviewers, you know, we're, I, I think we're going to still have to be the ones to kind of go to the movies and see it. Because I don't want to think we're going to have to wait until something comes out on Blu-ray or you know digital to do a review on it would be just too late to do that yeah but i'm not gonna unless we're talking about films I, i'm in the not past. gonna see well I'm not, I'm not gonna waste my money to see a shitty movie anymore it dude 15 dollars, man nah i'm sorry like i'm only gonna see a movie if i know in my heart that it's gonna be good like if i trust the director or if i trust the studio like i mean i'm, I'm not gonna go see the new annabelle or whatever so That's let's say okay yeah money. But obviously, you know that when the next Avengers comes out, you're gonna go see that in the theater because you enjoyed the last one. Of course, you know you. I think you probably and, and so, go see Captain me. Marvel too. You probably go see Captain Marvel in the theater because, who knows, you you might like that one too. I mean, I know. Oh, well, I'm, well, here's okay. Here's the thing. So, you know, I was the other day when I was getting my ticket for Infinity or for the new Ant Man. I was just like, "Yo, movies suck. Movies suck." They're like, "Well, why do you still go?" I'm like, "Well, because sometimes they're decent," and. Like, you know, Marvel, you can generally rely on Marvel. And usually when a movie, when like a Marvel movie sucks, it's not like fucking trash. It's usually just like, you know, kind of bad. It's kind of meh. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, usually it's just kind of like meh, you know, it's a little meh. And I haven't felt that way about a lot of films when Marvel has put that, these films out. I haven't yeah. felt like that. I mean, I, I kind of really felt feel a little like meh ever... about Black Panther, but it I still liked it. You know, yeah, it wasn't like an awful movie. It was just, you know, like I said in the podcast, it was just like just kind of boring and just bland and, you know, like whatever. But, yeah, like, you I know, didn't I didn't walk out of the theater fucking angry, you know? Like, I, like when I saw, like... Uh, Kingsman 2. You Kingsman 2 or uh, Batman v Superman, you know, movies like the stuff... Uh, or all the Last Star Je- Wars movies. Last Jedi, yeah. Yeah, where it's like I walk out and I'm just pissed off. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? You know, like, you can rely on Marvel. So that's why I still go to see it because, like, Marvel, you know... Even their worst movies are not the worst movies. They're that still come out that doing year. it for you. They're still doing it for me, big time. <laughs> they got that fucking tennis dildo right up your ass, and they're still fucking you. Oh, you're they're just fucking me. calling him daddy. Just, I love that Marvel dick. <laughs> By the way, we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. So we're a year old. We are a year old. This baby is walking and coming out of diapers. <laughs> By the way, before we end this episode uh, on Ant Man, close a book. 
obviously I like the film. You like the film. Go see the fucking film, Ant-Man, the Wasp. It's great. Paul Rudd's awesome. Marvel did it again. You guys rock. Um, why don't we just discuss really quick, you know, since we don't really talk about a lot of music stuff lately, uh, the experience that we had over at the Phoenix Theater, our, our friend um, Big Nick, his band Exemplar, played a show at the Phoenix Theater here in Petaluma, California. I believe it was last week, right? Uh, yeah, it was uh, July 7th. Yeah. By the way, he also listens to the podcast, so if you're listening, Nick, you guys are awesome. Um, what did you think of the show? I mean, basically, uh, the angel... Angel Vivaldi. Andrew Vivaldi, I yeah, really liked that guy. Like, he's basically like a musician who has a band. His band didn't show up. Yeah, there, there was. You know, we talked to him after. You know, there's basically there was some kind of like you know fuck up, and some people couldn't do it. Others dropped, and so yeah, he just basically played to the fucking laptop, and he fucking had a light show going on, and fucking you know he carried Fog the machine. whole show by himself. And I told him after the show, I was like, dude, you just earned another fan because uh, I've never really. I had heard of you. I'd never really heard your music. I listened to one or two songs before the concert just to get an idea of who you were. You were fucking great. I, I, you know, I've been listening to his album Synapsis on fucking Spotify. Yeah. Or Synapse on Spotify. And I got one of his shirts at the show. And he fucking, I tweeted about him actually. I tweeted about the show and he liked my tweet. So that was cool. Nice. So you were calling him like a modern like Stevie. Right? Oh, he's he's like yeah. a modern Steve Vai, like Steve Joe Satriani. Yeah. Like he's like, you know, he's the, he's like, you know, he's like a modern guitar virtuoso. And he's not like, you know, super fucking cheesy about it either. Like, you know, it's fun, you know, and it, yeah. it's, it's good shit, you know, and it's, it's, it's good music. And, you know, if you guys are looking to listen to some instrumental stuff. Check out Angel Vivaldi. Yeah, great. it's good. And check out, um, is Exemplar, is there stuff on Facebook? Uh, they have a song on, they have one or two songs on SoundCloud, I believe. Um, and, uh, yeah. And of course their music's probably also on like Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Check like out, him. check out Exemplar, up and coming band. Um, I'm friends with pretty much everyone in the band. Uh, check them out. They're great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, let's get out of the quantum realm and back to fucking reality where we have boring jobs yeah. and just, you know, nothing else better to yeah, do. Yeah, after this podcast, we're going to hang ourselves. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. If you I, feel like killing yourself, call 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF. <laughs> Don't go buy a rope at fucking Friedman's, please. Just buy a gun. It's quicker. <laughs> Did you, uh, really quick though, um... The uh, the Ant Man, I you, you obviously suggest. I know that I was speaking for you just a second ago, but you suggest going. To of see course, I'd recommend it absolutely. Yeah, you, you had a you have an end of a time, man. You just like you shrank down to nothing but joys of uh, ants, water bears, ants, <laughs> ants. Amen. All right. Once again, folks, this has been another fun episode of the Geek. I had a lot podcast. of fun today everybody and i think well the next one's gonna be i don't know what the fuck is coming we'll su- out next. we'll surprise you we'll surprise them. we won't even we won't even hint we'll surprise them okay something. so we got a couple pornos to review next yeah, uh, we're gonna review uh debbie does dallas uh big sausage pizza uh, five please don't do me like my dad yeah we're gonna we're gonna have ron jeremy on the show oh that'd be great That'd be, That'd be so, so awesome. awesome. Then I wait if I can tell him, hey man, how was it like playing Mario in Super Horneo Brothers? <laughs> hey man, I love your dick. It's great. <laughs> it's huge. It's it's huge. All right, uh, folks. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Once again, I am Anthony. And I'm Jason. And make sure to follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, and uh, Instagram. And, and the uh, tweeters. And the tweeters. We need more people to listen to us, spread the word. If you are listening to us, just say hey. Geek Mosh Pit. Yeah, leave a comment if you thought it sucked. Tell us. <laughs> tell yeah. us it sucked. Are we going to be it. doing yeah. 
the YouTubes again at some point. We will, we will, we will look into that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into that at some point soon. So this baby's still growing, guys. So watch out. Still going strong. Another year. This shit's gonna be fucking on the airwaves. We're gonna be making stuff with PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, folks. Awesome. See you.